everybody. Hello. It's me, Ross. And Carrie over here. And we have our Brooklyn live show. Yeah, this is the second of our live show on our big tour that you guys made happen. That's right. So thank you, A, for making it happen, and B, for uh, being there, everyone who is at the Bell House. But for the rest of you, you get to come live the experience. That's right. Boy, this was a good audience. They were amazing. Oh, yeah. So sit back, relax, and join us at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal. That'd be stupid. Instead, we show up ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher. And I'm Carrie Poppy. And today, we are here live from the Brooklyn Podcasting Festival at the Bell House. We did it. We made it. Look at all these people, Ross. Well, so glad to have you here. My goodness, this We fooled is awesome. all these people into thinking, <laughs> to thinking we are worth coming out for. Yeah, we've been having a great time in Brooklyn. We have, yeah. yes. Uh, lots of good vegan food. Oh, yeah. Especially. Especially Champ's Diner. Yeah. Yes! I think Carrie would eat there every meal for the rest of her life if she could. Yes, I ate there twice. I ate there the night I came, the following morning. And then I tried to get us to go again. At lunch today. <laughs> you want to go to Champs again? Okay. All right. But there was a long line. Didn't work out. You saw? Yes, I saw this great play. Has anybody seen this yet? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So yeah, it's about, basically the hero of the story is a fact checker. So it's, it's the That's best possible play. Appropriate. Because you got to do that in New York. You got to see the plays. I want to sleep no more. <laughs> Who's done it? All right, if, oh, you, wow. if you haven't, creepiness scale, at least nine. <laughs> really cool experience. You get to wear one of those masks. I don't, are you not supposed to share what happens? <laughs> eh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's super creepy ambiance. It's awesome. So, yeah, check it out. <laughs> I love that everyone just universally made the meh noise. <laughs> not no, nah. nah. <laughs> we make the rules here, and <laughs> you can tell your friends. So, um, we do have some special guests today. But our very special guest, our number one special guest, is the tincture from Rhythmia. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know, we went to an ayahuasca <laughs> clinic in Costa Rica. Uh, Ross did ayahuasca. I couldn't because of a medication I take. But don't worry. They said you can take this homeopathic ayahuasca that is as strong or stronger. <laughs> And uh, Carrie very smoothly conned them out of two bottles, which 
came with like a three hundred dollar subscription. Oh no, thirteen hundred dollar subscription. Thirteen hundred dollar yeah. subscription. You just gotta play it cool. <laughs> so I'm gonna spray some under my tongue, which is the proper way. Three sprays, and then obviously I'll be. She'll be tripping, rolling <laughs> on the ground. I'll be super high, and then we're gonna pass it around for anyone who wants to put it under their tongue. It's gonna be a wild night. All right, Carrie is finding a starting point here. Cool. Oh, by the way, real talk. It does have a tiny bit of alcohol in it, so anyone who's sober, there you go. Tiny bit. It, yeah. Should we launch into it? Or yeah, let's talk about what think? we did today in Brooklyn, New York. That's right. And we found out about this the way we find out about most things now. My boyfriend Drew found it. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then there's just an email from Drew. Hey guys, I was just, you're browsing and I found this. What is he browsing for? I don't know. He does it so fast, too. I'll be talking, this is how this one happened. I was talking to you on the phone and we're like, well, we should do something in Brooklyn, right? Right, right, right. I'm still on the phone with Ross, having maybe a four minute conversation. And when it ended, Drew says, so I emailed you guys a bunch of ideas. <laughs> It's really handy. We'll be recording, and then we'll just say something we're unsure of. We'll move on, and then we'll hear his voice from the background. Actually, it's... So he's listening. He's yeah, paying attention. He's our fact checker. So he told us about... This place where we could get our auras photographed. Yeah. And can, too. Because we know we have them, but what do they look like? We know for sure we have them. This is a very New York structure here, and I like this. There's the little weather barrier... What, what do you call oh, that? Yeah, like the double doors. Antechamber? Yeah. yeah. The, airlock. Ooh, that's, Ooh, that's I was nice. going to say narthex, but that's, that's better. That's more appropriate. Okay, the airlock. Yeah. So, see. yeah, you step into the airlock because it's cold. We picked the coldest weekend to come here. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you all for coming out despite the bitter cold. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying that. Why are you here this weekend? <laughs> yeah. As did these people. And we kept sidestepping the question. <laughs> Uh, so, this is the Family of Light Holistic Center? Yes, it is. Yes. So, we, we emailed them ahead of time and said, hey, we heard you have Aura Photography. They kind of had a weird website system where they, they wanted you to pay up front and then email them for a time slot. And I was like... It's like getting a Groupon. Oh, it is. Never mind. I like it now. Okay. Uh, I just like that they have a dot .center URL. I'd never seen that before. Dot center. Oh, okay. Not as good as dot horse, but it's, it's fine. So um, this microphone <laughs> is just very slowly creeping down on me. <laughs> so I'll just be doing this a lot. It's okay. Okay. Ross is going to fix it. Uh, oh, thank you, Ross. Um, well, now it's too high. <laughs> Sorry, it's stuck now. <laughs> okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, Roz. Thank you. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. So are you. Okay, so, yeah, so, you know, we paid $60 each up front and then had to email them and be like, can you fit us in while we're here? If not, I guess here's $120. But they were able to. So we set it up for yeah. today. We showed up right at noon. That's when it got started. This lovely uh, orange building. You walk in once you're past the airlock and that's what you see. There's a friendly person at the front to greet you. I just didn't get her in the picture. 
oh wow, now looking at this, that really looks like a washing machine in the center. <laughs> That's not. true. I, I think everything else in the room was so interesting. I didn't notice that until I looked at the photo later. But she was Ukrainian, the yes, woman who greeted us. Yes, she mentioned us. that, yeah. I'd love to try her potato salad. <laughs> I thought the same little thing. little Seventh-day Adventist reference there. Thank you for laughing. Okay. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for gradually laughing. <laughs> potato salad, they're not known for that. So we went in and we said, oh, that's me. We said, okay, we're here for our appointment. And she, she seemed like just barely frazzled by our presence. Oh, well. Uh, you can go get some food if you need to. Nope, yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah, and she said we could go get lunch. And we're like, well, it's in 15 minutes. That Tur- would be a very short lunch. Turns out the photographer was running late. So yeah. Not anyone can run this machine. Right. So he walks around the store it's, looking it's at... It's a gift shop. Yeah. yeah looking Lots at pendulums cool and jewelry and doodads. And fortunately, they had hot drinks. Hot drinks. <laughs> you can yeah. see them right there. Yeah. For so free. thumbs up already. Yeah. Free hot drinks. All right. And all the stuff you would expect in such a shop. So here's some of the product. We've got Tibetan singing bowls. We've got crystals. All kinds of great things. All the stuff we love. I did feel like some of the jewelry and stuff, like they bought at Claire's and like put it around. You don't know what Claire's is. That's a blank stare. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Yes, yes, I do. It's the, it's the chintzy mall yeah, jewelry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, very wait, cheap Is, is that stuff. a mean thing to say? Oh... Uh, I, let me just be clear. I don't know anything about... Anything. Anything. <laughs> that, that word has some bad etymology. Is that what's happening? Okay, okay sorry. Thank you. Okay, thank then you for I, educating I us. I strike that word from the record. I did not know, and I will never use it again. Uh, but it has some cheap jewelry. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Stop everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, this, is, this is not the live show right now. Raw says to clear the air. We had to look this up. You know, I was curious. Um, by we, we mean Ross. By, yeah. The royal we. Correct. So we'd gotten this really big reaction when I said the word chintzy mm-hmm. in reference to jewelry. And I admit when you said it, I thought like, oh, is that a bad word? Because it does sound like it could have racial connotations. Y- but I didn't know. So went and looked this up. Chintz, from which the word chintzy comes from, is a type of fabric. Mm-hmm. and just had a connotation of being sort of a, a knockoff of, say, silk or something nicer. A little more affordable. And so it's gotten the reputation of being something that's brightly colorful but gaudy and tasteless or something cheap and of poor quality. Uh, but it doesn't have any racial overtones. It doesn't come from a slur or anything like that. As far as we know. And we did check with... The royal we. M- Right, meaning me. Helen Zaltzman of ah. The Illusionist, an awesome podcast about words. Mm-hmm. We got to meet her at PodCon. Yeah, she was on a panel I moderated. She's fantastic. Anyway, so she also said, no, no, not aware of any negative connotations in that sense. Unless everybody was just very offended that I was bashing Claire's. In which case, I apologize to Claire's jewelry. Fair enough. Or maybe, I mean, listen, if you're a chintz proprietor and you're like, chintz is a good quality cloth, then fair enough. Yeah, it's right up there with taffeta. Anyway. S- send me your angry email. I don't, taffeta's great. I've got nothing against Now that's a derivative of the word taffy. Oh, no. <laughs> just kidding. It's not. All right. Anyway, back, back to the back show. Back to the show. Yeah, I just felt like everything was sort of repurposed mall jewelry gotcha so, i'm not texting i'm looking at my notes okay <laughs> thank you for not texting so as we were waiting we found these little flyers that had the aura colors on it you looking up the etymology of that word or? no oh, okay <laughs> i'm not doing that either i'm looking at my notes <laughs> what was it today? sorry segue what was it today we're in the car and you oh you were just looking up the rules of uno 
no, I was reading, I was reading a, a good article, and then I just saw a link to the Uno article, and I read it, and I shared it. This is the stuff we normally edit out. <laughs> so we, we got these little pamphlets that said what our aura colors would mean, and I was looking at the descriptions, and I thought, okay, cool. So if I'm a well-balanced person, I'm going to have all these different colors, you know, uh, red to show I'm powerful, but also purple to show that I'm spiritually in tune, and so on. Okay, that's going to be balanced. And I mentioned this to the woman in front, and she said, no, no. If you're balanced, you'll be one color. Yeah. What? Right, yeah. You think you would want to be spiritual and loving and emotional and healing, all those things, if you're a self-realized, actualized person. Uh, but no, you, you want to be just your true self, and that's going to be one color One only. color, but the color might change. So we figured, well, later on they're going to tell us what our color is, so we should, in advance... Try to guess what each of us is going to be. And we want to keep them separate from each other. Yes. So I predicted that I would be yellow, which, uh, what is the description of yellow? Inner power, abundance, (laughs) boundaries, success-oriented, positive, optimistic, controlling, perfectionist. See, there's both good and bad. Active, independent. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I guessed that about myself. Thank you. Um, uh, I don't think you guessed that as the dominant, did you? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, I said um, yellow was my first guess, and then I put in parentheses maybe green. Hmm, okay. Are you doubting me now? Yes, I am. You want me to go get it? Oh, wait, you know what? Go backstage and get it. it. All right, you talk to the audience. Okay, all right. (laughs) Carrie's bringing out her prediction sheet. Uh, So I thought I would be predominantly orange, but maybe red. I could see them saying red, so. Uh, Oh, wow, you got that fast. Okay, Carrie's got her sheet. Suck on that, fucker. (laughs) Well, you said golden slash yellow, maybe green. (laughs) You told me you meant that that is orange first. Oh, okay. No, oh, no. Sorry. I thought you were going to be orange, though. See, I said Carrie, golden, yellow, Ross, orange. Oh, right. Oh, I thought. Maybe that was. I thought you told me you meant orange when you said golden. Oh, okay. Okay. No. Well, whatever. Because it says golden slash yellow. I sit corrected. <laughs> anyway, um, and also, and also, like we edited that part out too. <laughs> and then also green, which uh, yeah, is like a, sort of like oh, you're embracing change as well and. Your things. connection to nature and so on. You so, thought I'd be orange? Mm-hmm. I thought you'd be also orange, red, maybe blue. So everything... <laughs> I, I, I think it said red, orange, maybe blue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so now you know what we predicted. What did you predict for yourself? Orange with orange. a tinge of red. Okay, well, we will find out oh, how no, no, not, we No, don't look at that yet. <laughs> yeah, so, it's interesting that you would think I was red. When I read that, I was like, oh, well, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm trying to find what... Well, you're action-oriented. You're passionate. All right. Leadership. All right. I don't know. It just seems like a little too strong. Strong willpower. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I just read this and I think like Steve Jobs or something. Well, I thought it of myself as well. Okay, yeah. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) uh, everything from green to red, I think, was sort of in our wheelhouse. Uh, Purple, magenta, and blue are the more sort of like spiritual versions. That's not us. So finally, our aura reader came in. Yeah, we'll call her Audrey. Audrey. And so, yeah, Audrey came in and immediately asked us why we were in New York. And I was like, we're seeing some shows. (laughs) And 
and at one point she asked us what we were doing tonight, and I said, going to another show. What show? And Carrie said, have you eaten at... <laughs> I did <laughs> Have you eaten at Jam Steiner? It is so good. Successfully averted. Yep. She hadn't eaten at Jam Steiner, so then I could continue that line of uh, questioning. So we've shown you kind of the entrance hall there, and right beyond that is a larger room that's used for yoga classes. The woman we first met was a yoga instructor. She just finished up a class. Uh, And they have all kinds of other energy healing. It turns out there's a whole school attached to this that we'll talk about in a little bit. But she led us into that room where she had, here we go, this setup all ready to go. Yeah. This is exciting. This is high tech. So we're looking at a laptop computer with a camera on top of it. Someone said, wow, it's a laptop. Wow. <laughs> so it's not like a computer, but it likes it on your lap. And the, there's, a, there's a little camera perched on top of it. Logitech 1080p camera. That's all I could make out of it. Yeah. All right. Decent resolution. Good resolution. Okay. 2K. All right. And... We've got a breakout box here. That's, of course, the business end of all this. This is what is exciting. So it's roughly the size of a hand because there's a bunch of little diodes where you put your hand down and it measures whatever it measures. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you do that, it's going to read your electromagnetic field. Yeah, I looked this thing up afterwards. So you can get it at, was it AuraPhoto.com, I believe? And then you get the software that goes with it. runs on Windows called WinAura. It really whips the llama's ass. Hey, they got the Winamp joke. And uh, (laughs) so clearly our particular business here had an older version. The 6000 is the current one that you buy. But there's, I don't know, I guess they had a previous version that looks similar. It had a little PS2 port on the back of it. If any of you remember plugging in your keyboard and what looked like an RCA jack. Neither of those were plugged in. Wow, you were really looking at the plugs. Yeah, but, but it did have a USB cable, so that's, that's where all the connection was happening. I figured some people would want to know. Yeah, and no, there was, good job. And there was a little switch. You could choose the modes. One, I, I, I wish I could remember what they said on them, but one was hand something, hand scan, and it was flipped to that side. I should have flipped it to the other side. Oh, yeah, and see what happens. Well, we can go back. So, uh, I was the first to go. That's my hand. So, I said, thank you. Thank you. I feel like I could be a hand model. Um, So, I put my hand on that there thing. Ross was sitting next to me. She said that it was okay for us to hear each other's if we were comfortable with it. She checked with it first, yeah. It It took a little longer than I expected. I kind of thought it'd just take a few seconds, but I think my hand was on there nearly a minute. It's uh, kind of a long read. Yeah. Yeah, it, it took a while for it to... It was updating. And at the same time as you have your hand on there, she is angling the camera towards you because she wants to get a picture of your smiling face. Yes. thought that was interesting. Smile. And, and she had to make sure you were close enough to fill up that, you know, 2K resolution. Yeah. So she took a picture of me. <laughs> I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to comply here. Carrie's smiling. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, Is that the same smile you gave Brazzo? That's close. Okay. That's legitimately close. Um, so she took, took that picture of me, and my aura appeared on the screen. Yeah, and, this is exciting. Yeah. Right? Legit exciting. The colors look a little different here. But, Ever um, so slightly. Yeah, but it was mostly yellow with a little bit of green. 
Okay. So yeah, that was that was a solid hit for me. Um, yep. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, and then that's a little prompt asking for Carrie's email address. Right. They're going to send this to us afterwards. I'm really bummed, though. They haven't sent it to us yet. They said, yeah. oh, yeah, we'll send it on Tuesday. Like, no. And we couldn't very well be like, we need it for the Broadway show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Which show is that again? Have you eaten at... Shams. <laughs> So there's quite a bit of information here. We've got to unpack this. And immediately pops up a 31-page PDF with yeah. a breakdown of all of your readouts. But by itself, that's not as helpful. Uh, she's got to guide us through this and explain what it really means. She says, you know, here's the truth, but or, or here's the readout. Yeah, read but it. let me give you the truth now. Let me tell you how I read this. Yeah, yeah, because this is kind of cookie cutter, but I'll give you the real stuff. So she starts going through it, and, you know, it was actually a little confusing. So she explained what the aura colors meant, which lined up with the little card that we had. But then she also started talking about the chakras, which are all the same colors. I was going to say something, but she eventually She eventually explained, explained this. Yeah, the chakras have traditional colors associated with them, but it's not, it's not this. The chakras have their own attributes. So. Yeah, so it was really confusing. She'd say, well, blue, that's communication. And I'd be like, oh, okay, so if blue's in your aura, no, 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 not if it's in your aura. <laughs> just, just your blue chakra, your blue throat chakra. Oh, okay. So the, the aura itself is being broken up into four quadrants. You have sort of your overall body chakra, and it's the left and the right side, and the, the... Wait, aura? Do you mean aura? Yeah. Did oh, I you say aura? chakra. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, the aura has its own reading, left and right side. And as things come in on your left side, those are the influences on you. And then things on the right side are what are coming out of you. What you're sort of offering to the universe. But then there's a separate left and right for your head. And what's the significance of that? Uh, I think one had something to do with the divine, like input you get from... Oh, yes. Yeah, the, something like that. The spirit, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the other one was. And then there's also individual points. You can see Carrie's chakra points, seven of them running down her uh, from her head to her spine, and those have varying strengths and colors as well. So, you know, it's going to be, you know, your third chakra in your solar plexus is going to be yellow, but maybe it's tinged with another color that's kind of bled in. Yeah, this is all making sense, right? You get it. (laughs) So I had one chakra that was just overpowering the other, or two, two that were overpowering all the others. Right? Correct. Yeah, okay. My throat chakra was one of them. And, and as soon as this popped up on screen, she kind of went, oh, goodness. <laughs> Did she, oh, yeah. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, uh, oh this no. is bad. <laughs> like, yeah, so, this isn't good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's sit down. So, so apparently she could see right away that I'm very rational and analytical. And though I have a lot of really solid intuition, I block it with my brain. I'm trying to overanalyze everything. So yeah, really big crown chakra, but yeah, the smaller third eye chakra. And so she has all these great intuitions and vision, but it's being quashed. It's being suppressed. And that's why you get migraines. Yes. We finally figured it out. I finally know! Yeah! (laughs) Yeah, that was a big relief. (laughs) To finally know. (laughs) All I have to do is not 
quash my intuition. This is the last picture I have in that series because already we had asked her if we could take a photo of this setup when we came in, and she was hemming and hawing over that, and she obviously wasn't thrilled by it. So I took a few photos, and then I stopped because I thought, well, they're going to send us the PDF right afterward. And they did. <laughs> so she said, I need to do a lot of energy work. When you see, when you see an aura like this, um, it, it, you know, it shows a lot of imbalance because, again, there are many colors. I think it's beautiful. Thank you, Ross. And so I need to do this aura cleansing every day. And I said, oh, are you going to tell me how to do that? And she said, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't feel she told me how to do that. But basically, it ends up being you need to get a lot of services with her. Yeah, yes, that, that was really the root issue. Is as long as you're taking classes with them, we can work with you. But yeah, sure, you can eat well and do meditation and stuff like that. <laughs> the, she really locked on when she asked Carrie, what kind of practices do you do? Carrie mentioned, oh, well, I do, I've done Reiki. And that was the first thing you mentioned. And then she didn't let you go farther. She said, mm-hmm. oh, wait, how often do you do, you do it? Uh, monthly, which is about true. I'll suddenly remember that, oh yeah, okay, I have Reiki power in my hands. And then, uh, <laughs> so then I, <laughs> so then I do the little symbol on my hands, which I still remember. Carrie's doing the symbol. And then you have to do it on the other hand. Carrie's also doing the symbol. And then you can heal yourself. And then, and then you're fine. Uh. So I, so yeah, I think about once a month I remember to do that. And so I said, I don't know, once a month? And she was like, oh, would you take a bath once a month? And that was her analogy. And she is full of helpful analogies. So she mentioned, well, first of all, you need, just like you need to take a shower on a regular basis, so you also need your energy shower. But then she said, do you watch Marvel movies? So she's saying this to me. I'm getting the reading. And I say, no. And she turns to Ross and is like, do you watch Marvel movies? Yeah, I've seen them all. Okay, let's stop and have a two-minute conversation about Marvel movies. That's Doctor Strange. You know, Doctor Strange, they don't like him because he's nice. People like him because he's himself. He's authentic. Just in the same way, you want to be your true self and have one shining color. And I, I, I thought this was all leading to an infinity gauntlet discussion. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> Backstage, someone mentioned a horcrux. And <laughs> blank stare. This is a good reference. Um, so yeah, she said, okay, so you've got a little bit of green in your aura. That represents some changing. You're connecting with your own nature. So even though this has been kind of tough for you before, you've been sort of limiting yourself, now you kind of know who you are and you're charging forth in life and you're, you're not letting other people's influence take you over too much. I said, okay, yeah, I think, I think that might true. describe a lot of people in their 30s. But yeah, okay, I see that. Oh, yeah, and then she said that what I offer to the world, she could see this from this tiny pink outline around my right leg. Yeah, which I would have called white, but apparently it's pinkish white. No, it's pink, obviously. Yeah, no, it looks white to me, too. That is me giving the world inner power. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, No, I'm impressed, too. (laughs) I'm glad everyone didn't go, meh. <laughs> For the record, there was also a little blue around her head, and I called a little bit of blue. Hey, oh, okay. Nice, nicely done. Thank of course, you. there Thank are. You. Oh, I, I, yeah. The, 
finger snapping clap. Yeah, we, I mean, we had pretty good odds here. <laughs> there were only seven colors, but, you know. Um, oh, yeah, okay. So then one of the printouts showed how strong my aura is, like what percent of power it's operating at. And mine's only operating at 60% of power, you guys. I know. So that's one of the reasons I have to get this cleansing is so that uh, I can rev it back up to 100. Now, she also mentioned... 60% in another context. She said, if you're female, you'll have 60% female energy and 40% male energy. So it's almost yes. imbalanced, but just like and vice versa. a little extra. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. of it like a deflector shield or something. We're at 60 power cotton. <laughs> That's self-explanatory. No, I don't know what that It's means. a shield. It deflects things. Oh, okay. I just start to assume they're all like superhero references. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, so she said, right now in my life, this started to feel a little psychic-y. She said, right now in my life, I'm going through the lessons of karma. Oh, it started to feel psychic-y? It's yeah. still psychic the whole time. <laughs> well, because later on, she'd kind of trash psychics. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, she said, uh, I have some karma from my past life. Don't worry, everybody does. But now I'm going through the lessons that I need to learn because of my past lives. And probably in a past life, I was especially like inauthentic and trying to be somebody else. So now I'm learning to be mm -hmm. my own lady. Yeah. Okay. Um, she told us about her past life too, because she has now found her true calling, which is exactly what she was doing with us in the room. Before, in a previous life, she was a bartender. And... <laughs> That was, it was really, it was strange how she phrased that. Because she said, I was, in a past life, I was a bartender. And I said, oh, does your aura follow you from life to life? And she said, no. And then I realized she was just saying, like, I used to be a bartender. <laughs> like, that was her last job. I think that's an, I think that's a noble profession, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cheers to the bar. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seemed weird to phrase that as a past life when you're talking about karma and you just mean like a couple years ago. But anyway. Hey. Oh, I thought she actually meant a past life. I get it That's now. That's what I'm saying! <laughs> now, Ross, I have one chakra that's completely dead from disuse. <laughs> Guess which, everybody? Okay, we're... Someone said it, I groin. think. Groin. Uh, groin, yes. I don't think they call it the groin chakra. <laughs> but I kind of wish they did. Um, yeah, she said... Well, so it's both your sex chakra and your creativity chakra. Yes. Whether you're creating... Which makes sense, generative. Yeah, she actually said, like, whether you're creating a person or a play or... <laughs> let's just sense. That's what I call clever. Yeah. Um, so mine is completely dead, not creative, not sexual. Gotta fix that. <laughs> yeah. All right. No? Uh, I have no comment on that. <laughs> so yeah, I need to find momentum and drive. She said, I thought this was good advice, actually. She said, you know, with creative people, you often feel like you just need to, like, sit down and pump out your essay or your book or your song or whatever. But that's not going to work for you. Instead, you need to sort of fill yourself up with inspiration so you feel motivated to make the work. That's good yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty bird by bird. But you can wait too long. We'll get to me. 
Oh, oh, can I say something I'm proud yeah. of? Yeah. So you see that spectrum along the top, and then there's the individual dots showing these balances for like body, mind. Uh, and so they each have their own color. And she said, ideally, you want all of those perfectly aligned. And right now, there's a bend to them. And I said, oh, kind of an energy scoliosis. <laughs> and she lit up and she said, that's great. Can I use yeah, that? Can you use that? <laughs> you got it. Guys love Marvel movies. You love the scoliosis thing. So you think she would be nicer to me later? Nope. (laughs) All right. So, oh, yeah. Also, my aura is very thin, she said. It needs to be thicker or else I'll start taking on other people's Sounds like you're talking about hair or something. (laughs) Your aura is thick and long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you end up taking on other people's energy. And this is interesting. She said, then other people's energy sticks to you and you can be very hard to read. And so if you go to a psychic, they might pick up something that your dad gave you years ago. Like, for example, if your dad wanted you to be uh, a baseball player and you're not. Well, now I might look at your energy and say, oh, you're supposed to be a baseball player. But that's not actually you. That's your dad's energy that's implanted itself on you. Right, and, and she said even in the reading, they're taking your energy away from you so they can actually harm you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So beware psychics. Bad. And we told her we went to see a psychic recently. She's like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. It quickly became clear, though, that she would kind of cast aspersions on anyone in the same trade, even if they were doing the same work as her, because she hadn't gotten to vet them yet. So we said, oh, well, maybe we could find someone who would offer you know, whatever she was recommending out in California. Well, I don't know. I don't know them. Yeah. Which, fair enough. Fair. Uh, Oh, yeah. She also found out from this that I need to take iron supplements. She said that uh, my metal's really low and I need to take metal supplements. Oh, yeah. So there's an elemental breakdown. Wood, air, fire, metal. You're acting like that's ancient, uh, long discredited classification. (laughs) Yeah, wood, fire, earth, metal, water. And so, yeah, you were low on the metals. And so she said, oh, you need supplementation of some sort. Yeah. She also thought, oh, go ahead. Oh, and I said, like, iron supplements? And she said, more than iron. And and left it at that. (laughs) This sounds like critical information. You're just going to tell me not that. Maybe that's a different test. Uh, (laughs) Oh, and I had lots of wood. Yeah. Carrie's maxed out on wood. Yeah. She's ready for Settlers of Catan. (laughs) Ah, I understand that reference. (laughs) (laughs) Give you some bricks, you're building roads. We all get it. Cooperative board games. Okay. But she thought you had stomach problems, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She guessed that I had gastrointestinal problems, and I said, ah, not really. That's when I mentioned my migraines. And she said, ah, yeah, same same deal. Um, uh, So... On the wood, fire, air, whatever, my wood was super high, but they only have the first three letters of each element. And so I said, oh, wow, a lot of woo. That made you laugh. (laughs) You put your head down. I got it. There was somewhere else that we we had to not look at each other too long. Oh, yeah, there was. I don't remember what it was. It was good. She started playing the Lion King score. We just lost it. That's a reference to our Rayleigh investigations. And then I stopped taking notes. So, and then it was all fine. She also, she told you that your, I I was really confused by the whole planet thing. 
There's a planet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a certain planet that's affecting you. She said right it's now. not your astrological planet, but yeah, the planet that's affecting you right now is Saturn. Mine's Saturn. Yeah. Which reflects changes. And, and she, you she always said, hear about that, like Saturn's in retrograde. That's why you're being weird. Feeling Saturnine. Well, she said that I love this. That it's your karmic police. And so I'm singing Radiohead in my mind. Arrest <laughs> this. Another man. reference I know. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I think that was pretty much the end of your, your reading. She made another Tony Stark reference in there. <laughs> and it had already gone on like an hour, so I was kind of trying to move her along to you, but she kept being like, are there questions? Do you have any more questions? And I wanted to go to Champ's Diner, so I was like... <laughs> Get on she was generous here. with her time there, yeah. yeah. Until, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. yeah, it was my turn. She had already done a pitch for essential oils as well. That's another good mm. way to bring up your energy and solve a lot of these problems and whatever ails you. And fortunately, and I'm sure coincidentally, she sells doTERRA. She, she didn't mention doTERRA. She just said, oh, this is a company I work with that I really trust. And she gave us both a little bit of Elevate spray. We rubbed it on our hands and next, it smells nice. Yeah, elevated. Gotta say. All right, so then it was my turn to put my hand on the thing, and I, I started pulling it off too soon. She's like, no, stop, stop, no, put it back, put it back. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so that's probably why I have the bad aura reading. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, no, it's not. <laughs> so then we took a nice smiling photo, and my aura popped up bright orange with uh, a tiny bit of red. Yeah. So. Very close know, to the guesses. We know ourselves. Yeah, so I had guessed orange for you, and you had guessed orange-red, right? Yeah, and the whole time she's reading all of these things for you, I'm thinking, I hope my reading's good. Why do I hope my reading's good? <laughs> I go through this a lot, too. Why do I care so much? But it's like, you want to you win, you want to excel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want no, a good totally. result. So. And you don't want your friends to be better. Oh, yeah, I have a note here. A Norton warning message kept coming up that her computer was potentially infected. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm going to double check that PDF, though. Oh, she got really excited, too, when she found out my name was Ross, because it was my turn, as I was putting in my email, and she said, oh, my goodness, another media reference that we got this time. Yes. Oh, it's like Carrie from Sex and the City. And Ross and Sex from... and the City. Yeah. And. And. Okay, it was, it was the flat earth lady who was convinced that it was sex in the city. Oh, okay. okay. That was the only thing she got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like Ross from Friends. All right, so she said... Yeah, he's not like Ross from Friends, don't worry. <laughs> you're smart, but you're not like a jerk who abuses his girlfriend. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. All right, so... Oh, yeah, the whole we're on a break thing. and uh, uh, We'll talk about it. Oh, wait, like the, the real life uh, David Schwimmer? No, no, not David Schwimmer. Okay. David Schwimmer, you're fine. Uh, talking about his behavior on the show. That I've... The behavior okay, on the show. We'll gotcha. talk later. It's we'll 10 talk. seasons. We'll go over it. Actually, the only reason I saw those because you lent me all your DVDs. Yeah. yeah. I clearly remember it very well. Um, no, it's a good show. It's a good show. I'm not, not dissing friends. Okay, so my aura was uniform, mostly, which is pretty good. So mostly orange. And when our photos pop up, your face is just surrounded in this sort of haze of those colors. And then you get the, the more complicated breakdowns. She saw a lot of stress coming into my life. All right, I guess, hit. You know, I, don't, uh, yeah. I don't feel too stressed, but I do a lot of stuff. My chakras, not so good. Uh, the sixth and seventh, the third eye and the crown chakra totally closed off. 
And so she's like, well, Carrie has all this intuition. She just blocks it, but you don't even have it. <laughs> Burn. Yeah. But, but she turned this around. She said, but that means you're, just, you're too rational. You think with your head too much. And All right, hit. You know. <laughs> From your perspective, no, that's, that's probably right. So she had an analogy. It's like uh, getting in a car and you're making a decision about where to go and you're weighing your options and you're looking at this place and that place. Uh, but by the time you decide, you've left your, your engine running and you're all out of gas. You got nowhere to go. So. That's, that's an analogy for overthinking your actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then I said like, oh yeah, like if you leave, <laughs> if you leave your car for a while and the battery drains. And she said, mm, no. <laughs> um, more like if your car is missing its wheels. Oh, yeah, that's, that's much more dramatic, and you should have noticed when you got in. And then she asked me if people are explaining things to me over and over and over, and I'm just not getting them. <laughs> Why is everybody laughing? <laughs> All right, maybe that was a hit. I didn't think it was. We'll, we'll talk about friends later. It's... She said it was a communication problem. Okay, clearly I, this is a learning moment. Oh, no! no. Okay, so, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> oh, this was nice. She came up to the third chakra, the, uh, the uh, solar plexus one, and she said, oh, let me pull up your charts side by side. You want to see why you're friends? I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so we both had these really strong, bright, 100% yellow chakras. So, yeah. Yeah. And we're connected at the belly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Champ's diner. She told me that you're supposed to be successful, which is good, and she let that hang for a minute, but you won't experience any success until the chakras are in alignment. Uh, Your yeah, feet, that's yeah. kind of a, a bold move because then you can just think to yourself, like, I'm successful. Uh, yeah, what, what am I missing? But, yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so your female part. Oh, yeah, that's another aspect. So we have, uh, there's a, a little dial there with the yin yang so in the center. And there's the, the female direction and the male direction. Carrie is pointing like Vanna White to the uh, particular uh, diagram there. Uh, so my female part, the spiritual side of me, is pointing towards survival mode. Yeah. And your male part is looking to create. So the, the, the overriding message here is that I'm so focused on survival, and this felt like Scientology all of a sudden, that... <laughs> I'm not creating what I should. I need to unlock that potential. All right. Sure. Sure, it's all true. Uh, my, my planet is Uranus. Oh, yeah. You're, Uranus. She didn't want to say Uranus. But she did say your power comes from Uranus. My power comes from Uranus. Like, she, she had a pretty heavy accent. I, you know what? Actually, I was having a hard time understanding her sometimes, so she oh, may be okay. onto my, my aura. Oh, okay. Think of it. <laughs> that's, that's it. You were misinterpreting her. <laughs> so the first chakra is 100%. It's overworking. And it, that, that's the, we start from the bottom. So that's the big red one at the root, the root chakra. All right, I'm going to take my hand away from my genitals. <laughs> and... But it has a bit of orange around the edges of it, which means it's leaching my creative energy. I, like Carrie, have no sexual energy, apparently. Bummer. Yeah. Boy, this is rough. <laughs> so, so that energy is leaking into the first one. Shouldn't be there. 
survival mode. You got it. Now, your aura was at 40%, right? Yeah. Power. I know all of you were so sad when you heard about her 60%. My aura is at 40. 40. But then I said, oh, well, together we're one person. And, <laughs> and she was like, see, that's why you're friends. See? Anything I can tie together, sure, that. And, and back into the category of, of communication problems that didn't involve me at all. You say, I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but she was talking about like how you need to take care of yourself first. And Carrie said, oh, it's just like oxygen masks in a plane. And so then Audrey says, well, you know, like when there's something happening in a plane and the oxygen masks drop down, you need to get yours first before your children. And Carrie, that's the moment we were looking at each other like, yep, you just said that very clearly. <laughs> She wanted to say it. I get it. Yeah, that, that was about it for my reading. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, except. Except, yeah. What am I? So then you said. Uh, oh, yeah. You said so. Will it stay like that? Like, does my aura look the same right now? And she said, Oh yeah. I asked her what her aura was like. You know, because I was thinking, oh, I want so badly just to do a little bit of A-B comparison. Can I change shirts and can we do the photo again? Uh, you know, what is yours like? I thought that might be a, a way to break the ice. But you didn't, you didn't say the thing about the shirt test. No, I didn't. I was thinking, thinking that inside. Got it. But I was thinking, like, there's got to be some way we can kind of test how consistent these results are. Right. And she, she evaded the color question for her own chakra. She says, oh, well, it changes over time. I said, well, does it change, like, within an hour? She said, no, no, more like a month. So I said... Can we do it again? Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because I didn't have the nerve. Like, <laughs> I, I think uh, you're just sufficiently more bad cop. Oh, thank that, you, thank you. That you're willing to say something like that. Can we do it again? Yeah, and, and she did not look happy about that request. I said, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to do that. And she said, well, well, I've got I, an appointment coming up I at 2 o'clock. And it is 1.20. <laughs> Getting that reading takes less than a minute. <laughs> and so she said, so I'd have to charge you another $60. I said, okay. Said, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, but I said, you know, you just do it, Ross, because I don't want to pay this woman $240. So you put, your, <laughs> so. you put your hand down. Well, and then she was just having me put my hand down. I started leaning towards the camera. She's like, oh, you want another picture too? Yeah, and then she yeah, said, for she 60 said, bucks, I, yeah. yeah. And she said, I get it. You need evidence. You're like a science person. Yeah, True that's right. That. Yeah, you read that. And so she tried again. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I got to say, it, it ended the up the same. It, it looked the exactly same. It was exactly the same. So it must be taking some visual input. Yeah, I'm thinking the shirt change would have really helped. I was wearing, it was an orange room, so you already have the orange room. But I was wearing a reddish-orange shirt. So if you want to test this yourself, I think go wear like a sweatshirt or something and then you could just be like, oh, it's hot in here. Have a totally different color underneath. Like one of those color changing card tricks. Do they again. don't notice and you're like, yeah, yeah. totally change your outfit. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be What's a What's that jumpsuit enough. on the ground? But I, I got to say, I know a stopped clock is right twice a day. Yeah. But this just happened to be like a really strong hit for me. Yeah. Yeah. It, and yeah, I got to say, it, it was good reading as far as readings go. If it's a reading, otherwise it's real. So, uh, oh, oh, missed another good Doctor Strange reference. She turns to me and says, it's like when Doctor Strange goes to the Ancient One. And that, she's played by Tilda Swinton. It was very controversial. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And Carrie said, you guys. <laughs> I love that. 
And the, the whole point of that was, uh, she was telling me that I need to practice. She said, what, what is, when she asked Dr. Strange why he's so good as a surgeon, what does he say? Uh, he says, because I you know, practiced. That was my response. I think that's what he said. And she said, that's right. You also need to practice. So. Uh, for anyone Take who's an wondering. Take bath, practice. I don't know how you do any of that, but that's what we need to do. Oh, other things. Oh, the, for the elements, I'm also really low on water, like dangerously low on water. I need to drink water. And, and have more emotions. And, and express my emotions more. She said, when it comes to emotions, you're the Sahara. Yeah. <laughs> right? Brutal. Brutal. She even like thought for a second, too. She's like, uh, like emotions, you're like... Like a Sahara. <laughs> yeah. She, she had no problem like dealing bad news. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I felt yeah. like there was a little bit of relish in that. Yeah, yeah. She okay. almost enjoyed that. Uh, somehow it came up that your father wanted you to be a boy. Uh-huh. We were talking about like male and female energies. And so I mentioned, oh, well, I originally thought my son was going to be a girl. But it's okay. I love him. He's great as a son. And, and so she came back to me later and she said, oh, so you have one son? Yeah. How old is he? I said, 17. And she stopped. Wait, wait, how old? We had a communication problem that's part of my aura. 17. She didn't believe it, so, oh, thank you. Thank you, reader lady. I did have him when I was 18. Oh, this is their school, by the way. She kept mentioning their master, this woman that she never gave the name of. The website doesn't give the name of. I want to know about this master, so maybe we'll be back. We waltzed out. She took $60. From you, yep. Yep. That's right. I know. I thought for sure, since it only lasted about two or three minutes, I thought she's not going to ask him for it. But she did. As as we were walking out, she was like, and Ross, $60? And she said, because you like science, I'll just tell you, this machine was developed in the 70s for military applications. For the U.S. Army. For the U.S. Army. Yeah. So there you go. Nothing that's developed for the army is bad. And it was to help train, like, the perfect soldier. I thought, oh, I'd love to see the source for that. But, I mean, that could be some men who stare at goats shit. Yeah. It could just be some questionable tech that got tested. Segway, guess who's here tonight? It's not John Rawson. Don't get too excited. But it is a Rawson who's just as good. Where's Joel? Where are you, Joel? (laughs) I can understand. He got up and left. He was like... You should be just as excited. Where's Joel? Where'd he go? Joel Robinson, we're not continuing the show until you show yourself. Uh, okay, well. Okay. He lives in your city. Can you feel him? That's what I meant. Um, we also have, okay, I hope he's here. We also have Jennings Brown from the Gateway Podcast. Yeah? Where are you, Jennings? Yay, there he is. Yay! See, we have friends. We don't just invite people who don't come. Jennings, how are you? I don't know why I'm shouting. I have a microphone. He's good. good. Did everybody listen to The Gateway? It's mind-blowingly good. So if you haven't listened, it's uh, Jennings hanging out with Teal Swan. and uh, He'll be signing autographs at the bar uh, afterward. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not committing you to that. Hey, Carrie. Yeah, oh, Ross, yes, hi. thought I'd interrupt this live show just for a moment. To describe the room we were in, I would say if I had to describe the shape of it, I would uh-huh. say it was roughly like a, it was a rectangular space. Yeah, definitely. And okay, th- back to the show. Well, hold on. Oh. I, I think that's a great place to have a live show. Uh-huh. But if 
I were going to make a website. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. What kind of space would I want to put that in? Uh, hyperspace? That would make sense if it's going to be like hypertext uh-huh. transfer protocol. Yeah. Yeah. HTML? Hypertext markup language. Yeah. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's how yeah. that works. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I was thinking maybe not a rectangular space, but... I am not following. A circle space? A circle space website? No, I just, I don't think that works for the web. Maybe like a diamond, no, rhomboids, no. Rhombus space. None of this feels right to me. Octagon space. Parallelogram space. Oh, I think we're getting closer. Even a square space. Uh, oh, now that's where you want to design a website. Yes, that sounds so right. With Squarespace, you can turn your cool idea into a new website. And you can promote your physical or online business. Or maybe announce an upcoming event or a special project. Or your podcast. Maybe you want to host your podcast there. You can. Whatever you put inside of your Squarespace, it can be beautiful with customizable templates created by world-class designers whoa world class Mm -hmm. all right i mean they might be nation class but if you compare them to designers from other nations they all of a sudden they hold up well yeah Yeah. you can also sell anything you want on your website you can open up a little store yeah well almost you could sell stuff whatever is legal to sell probably online you could sell it on a squarespace site Also, everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box, so you don't have to do all this complicated, oh, is this mobile responsive? Is this going to scale right on a mobile device? It will. It will. You don't need to worry about all that. And it's got analytics that help you grow in real time. And built-in search engine optimization. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code ONO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com. Enter code ONO, O-H-N-O. But that's not all the great stuff you can do on the internet, Ross. Oh, I know it. There's some other amazing websites out there already where you can buy quality stuff. Exactly. And one of my personal favorites, ModCloth. Have you been to ModCloth? I have. It's mostly women's fashion. Mm-hmm. One of the nice things about doing a podcast for my wife is that my wife. I will offer, hey, Kara, we're going to be talking about ModCloth. Why don't you go buy some stuff from ModCloth.com? And she's like, on it. Yeah. <laughs> doing it. I, too, buy many things from ModCloth.com. Let's see. Am I? Oh, yes. I'm literally wearing a shirt from ModCloth. <laughs> oh, it's got it's a blue shirt with a print of dogs. Yep. That's right. You couldn't find a more Carrie t-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Sure. They have a lot of cute, fun designs, a lot of kind of nerdy stuff as well. And uh, really fun names for all of the content. Yeah. Sometimes you'll find a podcast co-host blouse <laughs> yeah. or novelist socks. Oh, it's so great. Cara got I'll be seeing you sleeveless top, and but Isle is spelled like an island. I-S-L-E. Oh, Nice. And out of arm's way, graphic tee. Great. Mm-hmm. I have an owl dress from them that I plan to wear to a future show. Which one? I don't know. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, you That's should be. That's pretty cool. So whether you're still craving cozy sweaters or you're ready to start stocking up for spring, ModCloth is your go-to. ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they offer a full range of sizes from extra, extra small to 4X. And they also have models of all those sizes on their website. So you can see how that dress is really going to look on you to get 25 percent off your purchase of a hundred dollars or more go to m-o-d-c-l-o-t-h dot com and enter code oh no at checkout this offer is valid for one-time use only and it expires on april 7th 2019 oh crap 
Time, oh, shit. Time's running Gotta out. Gotta go. Time to go. We have to go. I'm sorry. Bye. We'll still be here. So uh, just pause and go to modclot.com. And back to the show. Should we bring out our uh, yeah, special guest? We brought some special guests with us. Yeah, we did. You guys may have heard our last episode where we, we, we read some of the some of our favorite literature from these these people we investigate. Um, it's brand and, new. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it just came out yesterday. It's okay if you don't know. But we also sometimes get to watch wild and wacky movies and we thought, how about this time we watch a wild and wacky movie with the kings of wild and wacky movies? The Flop House! Welcome to Flop House. And Dan McCoy. I love this giant X you've put over Elliot's head. I will be I will be honest, there's sometimes I wish I could put a giant X over Elliot's head in real life. Done. Uh, Dan, you realize you're talking in front of people and not just your your bathroom mirror, right? <laughs> None of these people will tell them. So if you haven't heard the flop house. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't waste what? your time. I'm Stuart Wellington from the Flophouse Podcast, and that's Dan McCoy. And we watch a bad movie and we talk about it. I yeah. think we're going to do that tonight. Yes, we are. So this is one of my, my favorite films. Wait, wait, can I, can I just brag yeah. for a second? Oh, yes. Okay, so my favorite episode of the Flophouse is when you talk about the Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure. Uh-huh. Oh, well... <laughs> What's the brag? <laughs> I did ayahuasca next to the writer of said movie, <laughs> Scott Stabile, who is the nicest man on the planet. He is so sweet, and Carrie's got his book here. Now, if he's the nicest man on the planet, did he apologize to you for Oogie Loves? <laughs> He apologizes in the book. Okay. <laughs> That's true. The book is so sweet, and the chapter about the Oogie Loves is so sincere. Even though this thing became a major flop, he talks about dancing around in his living room and thinking, everyone's going to love these songs. Yeah, and he, he totally owned it. And, and, yeah. and guys, this, is, this movie, Oogie Loves, was a children's movie that was designed to, like, encourage kids to get up and, like, dance and play in the movie theater, which is insane. <laughs> You gotta try it. You know. I mean, I do it sometimes down at the Court Street movie theater, and nobody seems to care because they're too busy smoking or sleeping. <laughs> and it had Christopher Lloyd and Jamie Presley and, yeah. like, Carrie Elway's. Yeah, some big names yeah. doing horrifying, <laughs> embarrassing things. Yeah, the sky was dark because all the stars were in Oogie Loves and the Great Balloon Adventure or whatever. But we love Scott and his book, Big yes, Love. Yes, so he did inscribe it to me. Uh, Carrie, so happy to know you. Uh, wishing you deep peace and all kinds of love. Keep shining. Aww. That's sweet. See? He's a really nice man. Now I feel bad for burning his shitty movie. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it for our show. Um, <laughs> no. Now, uh, here we're to talk about... The Appointment. Has anyone here seen The Appointment? Yes. What? <laughs> what? All right. We Wait, should get... come on up and tell us why. Yeah, come on up. Take my mic. Um, we have Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Right over the wall. 
So I've seen the appointment because my good friend Sam, who listens to this podcast tonight, Hi, Sam. watch terrible Christian movies together. Nice. Cool. Because I grew up evangelical because I saw a lot of them growing up. And so this is one of them that he and I watched together, and it is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> You're correct. Thank you. Yeah, great sales pitch oh, for the man. movie. It's so true. So it's by the Cristiano brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Rich and Dave Cristiano. Okay. Um, and Rich and Dave, you may notice, oh, wait, okay, they make Christian movies and their last name is Cristiano. Something, something funny's going on. Yeah, something fishy's <laughs> happening. That is, is that their given name. name? Oh. That is their given name, and they didn't become Christians till college. Uh, okay. <laughs> when we all become Christian. <laughs> Um, but they made a lot of really tremendous films. Yeah, Carrie and loves these films. I'd only seen one, which was a Pamela's Prayer. Oh, Pamela's Prayer is so good, you guys. <laughs> I like that we're reviewing a movie that none of you have seen except for one. <laughs> one, yes. <laughs> but now you're going to wa- want to watch it. It's included with Amazon Prime streaming. So, and it, and coming, it, coming soon to New York, everybody. And it's... <laughs> It's, it's billed as 38 minutes, but it's only 33 minutes. 30, 33 before the credits, yep. Oh, okay. I, I was like, this must be a good movie, actually, because it's flying by, but apparently they were just <laughs> lying to me. This felt exactly five and a half minutes shorter than the running yeah. time. It starts out with a uh, cut to black, right? It's got like a pretty dramatic... It starts out with the Bible, like it should. <laughs> That's where it all begins. Starts out with Psalm eighty nine forty eight. Is that I'm I'm not super familiar with this sort of thing. Is that a popular psalm? <laughs> there's um, no. there's no like popular songs that you sing with that lyric. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What man is he that liveth and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave? That's Sounds pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. <woo-hoo>. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm already hooked in. I'm like, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, so these, this couple is actually a married couple, these two actors. Okay. This is uh, the only Their thing chemistry that... was palpable. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing on either of their IMDb's. Um, that's the case for most people in this movie, so get your Oz out. But he is a pastor, and that's his wife. The, those are the characters. And they're reading a column. And this is a great segue, because then it shoots to other people reading the column. The column. All over town, as you hear... I didn't know I was in this movie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We should see if I can get residuals. So, uh, Stuart, how would you characterize what this column is about? So, this is a... It's an editorial... An opinion piece where a woman is describing how like shitty the church is and how they're fleecing people and they're tricking them and they're just all about the all about the Benjamins and uh, the whole time you're hearing a woman reading it. We later find out it's the author of the piece, and the whole time under her voice we hear an ominous chanting. Almost, it's like like evil monks are reciting some kind. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. I assumed like, I don't know, I assumed some like evil puppets were going to jump out and start murdering people. I will, I will say I was sort of surprised that like for this proselytizing movie like that they didn't 
paint this woman as more of a straw man because like yeah her thing was fair. kind of reasonable like it's not like she was like super against religion or anything she was just like organized religion has a lot of problems here mm-hmm. they are that's a good yeah. point she was using sort of a biting sarcastic voice like oh all of you hypocrites with your blah 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 but you're right they were credible complaints yeah. not like watching god's not dead yeah. which just open caricature right all right some of you totally. have seen that one <laughs> That is also good. But it did feel like it, that she had just, for the first time, had her like teenage awakening, and she's like, "Wait a minute, religion can be corrupt sometimes." <laughs> I also love that this paper, which has maybe a dozen staff, are like, "We're gonna keep this woman to full time. Write about how the church is shitty." <laughs> this is like her eleventh thing, like this or something like that. She's just been doing. Yeah, it this that's series. just her column. Yeah, uh, every week her column is about how the church sucks. Well, I love the transition here. They show all of the people reading the newspaper, and then they cut to this first-person camera of this guy in a diner reading the newspaper. Puts it down, and it's this super. This, the creepy music comes on. The yeah. And, and you see, like, through his perspective, the camera moving up, and he's got some purpose. And in every scene that this character is in, we will just get a POV shot. We never see him. So it's like it's you, the viewer, are sitting at a Waffle House. You're finishing your delicious meal. But you're reading do... a newspaper with a cartoon drawn on the cover, I guess. But you see his hand here. He's a white man. Well, I also like that this oh, right. supernatural figure presumably gets his news the way the rest of us do by reading the newspaper. Like, this is how he knows that he needs to go and try and save this woman's soul. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Establishing shot, MB. They thank later some bank that has those initials, but this is our newspaper location. Do they, and do they cover up that it's a bank because they have a... Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, I... Do they try and disguise that it's a bank because they have a guy like doing yard work right in front of the bank part of the sign? <laughs> oh, so it just s- says mercantile? <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was a very excited extra who's like, oh, I, I do the yard work. That's my character's story. I wasn't what? listening to any of that. Um, but, <laughs> sorry, because I was thinking, this guy kind of looks like Jennings Brown. It's, it's a compliment. He's a handsome dude. All right. Anyway. Oh, oh, okay, over there. Um, uh, okay, so then we get to the first newsroom scene. And I love the dialogue <laughs> in the newsroom scene. Because it's clearly someone who has never been in a newsroom. Thinking, like, what would people say? So uh, a reporter answers the phone and is like, uh, yes, this is the paper. Oh, that's classified. <laughs> what? Well, if they were trying to place an ad, you need to talk to the classifieds. <laughs> oh, yeah. That might actually be it. <laughs> and, and she's receiving her own, like, hate mail. Like, she gets, yeah. like, phone calls, and she's like, yeah, whatever, bye, and then hangs up on, like, three different people. And these yeah. guys are all offering support, laughing at the Christians. Like, oh, yeah, they, they all got sticks up their asses. Right. That's this paper's thing, I guess. Um, is this the guy who is typing on a computer that's definitely off when we finally see it? <laughs> I didn't notice that. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. One of them is like they just they accidentally got a, a shot over his shoulder and like black screen. <laughs> and here they are razzing her for something I can't even remember. Yeah, they have a weird relationship with her where they like maybe like her, but also. Like, at one point, one says they hope she dies in a plane crash. Yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, 
You know, sometimes work environments can be hostile. <laughs> I think Even it was maybe, in the 80s. It was maybe her love life they were debating. I can't remember. Oh, maybe. Gross. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> oh, because this guy's trying to date her. Oh, yeah. I love this guy because he was like, she's like, how old are you? And he goes, 35. And she's like, see ya. And he's like, Bye. 30, 32. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like, how old is she supposed I don't understand. Like, I, yeah, I, I think can't tell. I think he's way younger, and yeah. so she doesn't like that, I think. Is Wait, that joke? Or is it that she wanted a younger guy? I couldn't get it. Yeah, oh. I think she wants... So he's trying know. to be younger. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And she... What, so she's like 30, and she's like, 31's fine, but 35, no? <laughs> yeah. wow, I think no we guy. can... Wow. We can all just agree that she should date a guy wearing this tie, though, right? <laughs> and suspenders. All right, so here she is on the phone having a serious conversation. This actress's name, by the way, is Karen Jo Breer. She's our star. Uh-huh, and her Twitter handle is... <laughs> Actually, and I, here I she is! Me. Welcome! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish! <sighs> so we go back to the creepy POV shot. This is so creepy. And it comes around the door and looks at her inside her office. We're back to the... music. Yep. Yeah, the monks chanting in the background. And so we see the camera then come into her office and it's just looking at her and we hear this guy's voice. Liz Watson. I felt that of the four of us, yeah, yeah. I would be the closest match vocally. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Liz Watson. Yes? <laughs> I have a message for you. It's Are... from the Lord. <laughs> Lord, Lord who? who? <laughs> the Lord Jesus Christ. Liz, on September 7th... No, 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 Liz. I got it wrong. Liz, on September 19th at 6.05 p.m., you are going to die. And she is not scared. Skeptical face right there. Yeah, she's like... Okay, buddy. She's like, thanks. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. She, like, she doesn't take this as a threat. She, no. She's just like, I get it. You're an angel. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, come on. But, like, if a man walked into my office and said I'd die on a particular date, I'd call 911. Security. Yeah. Get this guy out of here. Yeah. Yeah, unless it's Tony Todd from the Final Destination movies, I would... <laughs> I would be scared. If it was Tony Todd, I'd be like, please sign my autograph book, sir. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> it was such a creepy voice. The guy was a creeper. Seriously. Like, I would take nothing he said seriously. I would have him arrested. Um, yeah, so then, then we meet her boyfriend, right? Yeah, we're in a diner. And I love this. She says, this guy comes into my office, and he tells me that, that I'm going to die on a specific date. And he says he heard this from the Lord. And so he says, Lord who? <laughs> No, Jesus. Oh, it's a running gag. It's a good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, so is this when we find out she's going to Hawaii? Oh, yeah. yes, yes, it is. Her friend stops by to talk about this. This movie does pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't really pass the movie test at 33 minutes. <laughs> That's fair. 
So yeah, they're going to Hawaii. They want a free trip because there's some story they've got to report on, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. They've got to break up like a drug crime ring or something. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> no, but that's what oh. always happens when a family no, I feel from like... a sitcom goes to Hawaii. Uh. I feel like later on it's something about like the president's making an address, but like he's making an address from Hawaii. I'm not sure. And they're like, we gotta send that columnist who does the God column. <laughs> yeah. And this is the only thing to talk about around the newsroom. Like this is like the full like talk of the place. Like, oh, you, that trip to Hawaii. When are you gonna go to Hawaii? Oh, the trip to Hawaii got moved up. Like, is there news in this town? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's Seattle, Dan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that where they are? Are they in Seattle? Yeah, that's what the oh. newspaper said. Oh, good, good paying attention. Context clues. Because <laughs> it's filmed in Alabama and Tennessee. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So then we return to the Creeper POV. We're looking at the office uh-huh. here. And again, like looking at people walk around. So creepy. And they just keep letting this guy in? This person who has come to threaten your employee? The first time he came in, one of her fellow news guys looks at him and says, oh, she's over there. (laughs) If a guy comes in with that voice, like, where is Liz? (laughs) And be like, "Uh, turn around. She's right where you came from. (laughs) So he finds her again. Uh, and yeah. he threatens her again. Right. He's just like, no, for, for reals, you're going to die. <laughs> she doesn't seem to take it very seriously. She's not buying it. She is not buying it. But this gets into her head now. Now it's, right. it's gotten under the surface. So we get to like this whole sequence of things that are making her think about death. Right. She goes to like a gallery opening. Mm-hmm. and uh, That's maybe a funeral? <laughs> oh yeah, well, somebody so, died, right? The mayor died. Like the ma- yeah, the oh, mayor the died. Mayor. The and mayor of Seattle died. He was very overweight. He was 270 pounds, someone says. Like yeah. great. So all those tossed of- salad and scrambled eggs, right? Great. Yeah. <laughs> Frazier, baby. Th- thank you, a reference I understand. Nicely done. Yeah, because the mayor dies, she's kind of obsessed about the mayor having died, and then she goes to that art gallery coom funeral yeah people are talking about you never know never know when you're gonna die yeah they're all talking about the mayor dying now, um, she, is she talk of the town has she had her conversation in the dark room with her co-worker it's coming no, not, yet. Oh. not yet spoiler uh-huh. I'll pump my brakes spoiler there's a dark room so she lays awake at night tossing and turning thinking and who will be the new mayor <laughs> Like a border collie. That's always nice. Okay, now we're in the darkroom, Stuart. You were saying. Oh, I'm just really excited that she has a relationship, uh, you know, a platonic relationship with a man in her office who's super Christian, and he explains to her that there's two ways to get into heaven. He learned that over his years of, I don't know, study with religious people, how you can either work hard to earn a position in heaven or you can bind yourself to our Lord and Savior, Savior Jesus Christ. Sorry for messing that one up. Uh, Lord who? <laughs> <laughs> but 
he realized that the the first one doesn't work. So there's actually only one way to get to heaven. Right. And then he says, go and ask people on the street. Ask them how you get to heaven. They'll give you one of those two answers. So she and does this, what, yeah, she does yeah, what this anyone Jack does. Reporter. She does what anyone does when she knows she's going to die soon. She starts a fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's sort of a podcast. I mean, it's on like old tapes, but yeah, closest I, thing in we, 1991. We just skipped a bunch of screenshots here, but this is just the, the calendar motif of the days flipping by. She's reading a book on death and dying. Uh, she's getting freaked out. She almost hits a kid on the road. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah, now she's uh, going around podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> so she's taking... <laughs> she's taking uh, what we call man-on-the-street interviews. No, there were, um, there were like 10 of these. Yeah, yeah, where she asks people, what do you think of heaven? And lo and behold, they give her one of those two responses. Either, well, you know, you got to be a good person, and mm-hmm. then, you know, God lets you in, or... Well, you know, Jesus is the only way. But yeah. only, like, two people and they throw know a, about Jesus. They throw in a couple of goofs where guys are like, I know how you don't get into heaven. Hanging out with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, the second way, this, like, more personal relationship with Jesus thing, that's, like, a very evangelical thing, is it? I oh, don't, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's not about religion. It's about a relationship. Am I right? That, <laughs> that has always struck me. That has stru- always struck me as, Bueller. like... Oh, how convenient that you, like, figured out the laziest way to get into heaven. Like, just like, oh, you know, that, all that good work stuff. Uh, no, don't worry about that. You just, you know, you gotta, like, like Jesus. Yeah, you well, gotta, you gotta is, know the right guy. It is by works you are... <laughs> it really is. It is by works you are saved. Uh, it is not by works you are saved, but by grace, lest any man should boast. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You remember it. They were paying attention in Sunday school. Move on. Okay, there's a graveyard. She's scared. Oh, th- this, this guy had the most complete salvation message. Yes. Uh-huh. Which so, sounds exactly like the guy in the dark room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Like maybe they go to the same church? Is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah. Temple? Yeah, it's just like a basic, you know, you got to believe in Jesus. He's the only way. Mm -hmm. basic thing that lasts like three minutes of screen time. Um, But don't worry if you miss it the first time, because later on she listens to that guy's entire interview again in its entirety. (laughs) Just in case you missed it in this 33-minute film. All right, so, uh uh-oh. You guys, I watched The Sixth Sense recently, and it has the exact same scene. He, like, rewinds something and re-listens to it three or four times to make sure we as the audience heard it. I know, it's disappointing. Don't go back and watch The Sixth Sense, you guys. Finally a flaw in The Sixth Sense. (laughs) (laughs) The one perfect movie. So then her Hawaii departure gets moved. Oh, because she's freaked out. She doesn't yeah. want to do this anymore because it's the 18th. Her flight is on the 19th. She's going to die on the 19th. She's mm-hmm. smart. She puts things together. Oh, okay, wait. I'm going up in a death tube. Six, 6.05 p.m. Oh, okay. But this is a rookie mistake. You try to avoid death one way. Can't outrun. Once again, Tony Todd, final destination, et cetera, et cetera. You can't outrun fate. All right, so she, she calls it off at the office, and she doesn't explain to anybody. Like, they all know yeah, she's she been threatened, but she doesn't tell them why she's worried. Yeah. She says, no, no I'm not going. Just, Leave I'm not me doing alone. It. I'm not <laughs> doing it. Um, and they're like, I hate oh, lays. Okay. And then she threatens to, I hate what? Oh, lays. <laughs> it wasn't she, worth repeating. <laughs> and then she threatens to quit. So they're like, okay, okay, geez, okay, fine. We can't lose your column. <laughs> 
Ty guy tries to ask her out again. And she like really snaps at him. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. He handles it well. Little does she know he's super into that. <laughs> so then the night of the 19th, she's like, okay, I got it. I'm going to stay in the office. I'm not going to leave. It's the safest place I could be. So we're watching her just wringing her hands as six, six o'clock approaches. And she's like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to read Elizabeth Kubler-Ross on Death and Dying. <laughs> So we watch her do that. She stays in the office. She doesn't want to leave. And you see people slowly dwindle and disappear. Now, do offices have blinds anymore? Yeah. <laughs> like Venetian blinds? That seems weird. Well, it was 1991. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're just a pain in the ass to clean. And for oh, once, for this sure. is not the stalker cam. This is just like an establishing shot of her in her office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Hello. She wonder, yeah, she wanders out for a moment. Oh, well, goodness, it's getting close. I shouldn't just stay where I am. I should probably go out and do things and change things. So she walks outside. There's creepy music, and all of a sudden, a hand grabs her. That's like the big jump scare of the movie. It was her friend from the office. <laughs> it's her friend, Frank. He's leaving late. Yeah, and so she's like, please, Frank, will you stay with me? I'm so scared. And he's like, I have a hot date, and I'm already late. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that, this raises... I hope that hot day was worth it, Frank. <laughs> this raises a good question, which is that I, I feel like a lot of Christian entertainment like tries to be the Christian version of secular entertainment. Like, it tries to be, like, a genre thing often. Yeah. And it's just like, totally. is this supposed to be a horror tale? Like, is this a thriller? A thriller like, what are they... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, so. it's, it's a little thin, I'll yeah. say. <laughs> The plot yeah, is you thin. think, Dan? <laughs> That's generous. <laughs> um, so, uh, so finally, Frank leaves. She's alone in the office. It's six oh three. She's got two minutes left of, the, of her life. Uh, she grabs a Bible, and you've, you're like, "Is she gonna look? Is she gonna read it?" And she, she does. <laughs> well, she opens and she pulls a like, flask out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was half expecting a piranha plant from Mario to jump out of the book and bite her face off. This is the Bible that the creeper left her. And, yeah, you think, oh, she's saved now, right? Nope. She gets startled. Which feels really unfair of God. She did the right thing. But he startles her uh, out of her Bible. And she gets up and walks out the door again. Yeah, because it's like two minutes till, let's go outside and see what happens. So Uh-oh. she's... Wandering around the office saying, I'm not going to let this guy get to me. I'm not dying tonight. It's just, just silly. Why am I thinking about this? And she, I guess, walks into the oily rags room. Because, <laughs> like, something's on fire. It's just, like, just, like, boxes of tinder have been yes. stuck there. So, yeah, she opens the door. Yeah. And there's a fire, which I am 90% positive is Rich Cristiano's fireplace. <laughs> It is just this shot. We never see anything larger. I think I see logs in there. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. well, it's a quick shot, though. I think they pulled that off pretty well, but you're right. You're <laughs> so totally... forgiving. Okay. Um, we we yeah. cut to the, the clock constantly just to remind us. It's getting really close. Yeah, she sees the fire and she freaks out and starts running out. We get uh, plenty of shots of this uh, relatively large office space that's <laughs> yeah. empty of people. <laughs> You think uh, you're renting keeps... it, Stuart? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, I do get a small percentage if we do rent the space. 
She runs outside. A bunch of firemen come out. I think they're all fake firemen because their mustaches look a little too flammable to be real <laughs> firemen mustaches. That's funny. I noticed something different about the firefighters. Oh, well, I've just got to say first, oh, yeah. she stumbles backwards into the street and you see her all ready to be run over by the fire truck and you're ready for it. It doesn't happen. It stops. Stops. But the firemen are wearing two different kinds of outfits. Maybe the second guy's the chief. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so the, the first people have yellow hats and yellow uh, stripes, and this guy has a completely different hat and red stripes. But eh, Well, you know, whatever. back in the 80s, uh, firefighters were different uh, professional organizations that they, uh, you know, they weren't run by the city, and they just extracted money from building owners. <laughs> This feels In the like 1980s, a lie. right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we've got a In clock outside we can cut to. And it's getting really close. She's looking at the clock. Oh, no. She's like, oh, She's looking no. At the clock. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's looking I'm at the clock. I'm going to die right now. I better back up. We're looking at her feet. Oh, no. She's wearing heels. Oh, no. She falls into the street. Oh, no. She okay, looks... wait. Hang on. Yeah. I want to take a vote. Do you think she actually will die at 6.05? Who says yes? Yeah. Okay. And who says no? <laughs> <laughs> so when I watched this the first time I turned to Drew and I said wouldn't it be hilarious if she actually just dies and goes to hell she dies and goes to hell <laughs> a truck hits her head F- fade to blinding white and then fade to red, red. <laughs> what? bye bye Liz what do you mean, hey, Carrie? If the, you don't accept Jesus Christ, that's what happens to you. The Lord doesn't yeah. lie. Hebrews 9.27. It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Yeah, so let that be a lesson. What about women, yeah, something to think about. And all you people who've been laughing all night are going to hell, too. There's <laughs> a, a lot of fun people there. Oh, yeah, then, then it pops on with, when's your appointment? <laughs> <laughs> so the moral of the story is crack open a Bible tonight, then die. <laughs> Do you think the guys making the movie were like, people are going to be shouting their own appointments at the screen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll get up and dance together. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is kind of the precursor to Donnie Darko. <laughs> And as Carrie mentioned, this was filmed in Arkansas and Tennessee. Oh, Arkansas. I misspoke. I said Alabama. Okay. So thanks for making us watch that. It was (laughs) 33 minutes, so that's convenient. (laughs) Would you say it was a disappointment? (laughs) Uh. No, I approve. That was good. Um, So what Flophouse movie that you guys have reviewed is kind of on the same level of quality as Uh, The Appointment? (laughs) On the Uh, same level of quality. I mean, the level of quality, like anything directed by uh, Las Vegas' Neil Breen, is probably very similar. Yep. Uh, Former, former, uh, what, realtor turned uh, writer, director, star, butt model. Uh, Neil Breen, his movies, Fateful Finding, et cetera, et cetera. I can't remember all of them. Um, are basically the same level, like, kind of kind of crappy. Uh, as far as, like, message, it's close to God's Not Dead. Like, it's sure. a, it's a sure. silly straw man. A fine film. 
Dan? Uh, I don't know what I have to add to that, Stuart. Why must, why must you well, put me on the spot? Dan, just tell me I'm right for a change. You're That's right. That's all I'm asking for. You're right for once, Stuart. For once in your goddamn life, you're right. Have you seen God's Not Dead 2? I haven't watched that one yet. No, not yet. Oh, is yeah, that, no, uh, I saw it. Is it good? Yeah, I, I'm, no. over, I'm over here. You've seen everything. <laughs> I mean, it should have been God's Still Not Dead. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Um, Expelled is also very good. Have you guys watched Expelled yet? No, what's that oh. one? Oh, oh, dude. That's yeah, Ben Stein's movie <laughs> oh, about. Yeah. Oh, it's probably good, right? Yeah, it's about how <laughs> about um, intelligent design. It's yeah about how evolution is fake and uh, Darwin caused the Holocaust. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yep. True, true story. Yep. Back when that came out in I don't know, like two thousand five, six, something like that. BeliefNet. Uh, was having a contest to win copies of it, and you just had to write an essay on why you should see the movie. So I wrote, I was like a brand new not Christian, and so I wrote about, well, you know, here's why I think it's all false, and I wrote like a five-paragraph thing. They sent me a copy of the movie. Uh So so that's what happened with Ben Stein's money. Uh, It was a show. Uh, (laughs) Like, literally true. Uh, just a couple more things about this fine film in case y'all, you know, want to become historians of the Cristiano brothers. Mm-hmm. The angel voice is a man named Jim Lively, and he went on to become... A, a real-life pa- angel. <laughs> <laughs> no better. <laughs> a paintball champion. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. And he, it's very sweet. If you go to the Amazon listing for this movie, it's got like a four-and-a-half-star... Rating because it is rated by many of the actors. Aww. And and they'll say so in the reviews. It's very sweet. Aww. So Jim said, Well, uh, this was my first movie role and uh, and it was uh, it was very rewarding because it was a learning experience. Five stars. <laughs> I, I don't think that merits five stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, well guys, oh, before we send you off. Uh-huh. Tell us about the charity that you guys chose to give $5 from every shirt sale to here in Brooklyn. Uh, okay. Uh, we chose Make the Road New York. It's a great organization. Yeah. Let's hear it up. Uh, it's a great organization that helps immigrants and working class families, uh, both with legal issues and for things like, I don't know, protecting them from the travel ban and other bullshit. So, uh, Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the shirts are for sale out in the lobby, and every single shirt will give $5 to them. And at every stop, we're giving $5 to a local charity. That's awesome. We're not modeling it this time, but the shirt says, I'm sure it's Owl Tour. (laughs) It is like several layers of deep cuts. You You will be explaining it to all your friends. Oh, and do you guys have anything to uh, promote? Tell these folks to listen to, to watch, to go to. I have no idea when you're putting this show up. Do you, like, save live shows, or do you put them up soon? Uh, It's going out next... No, it's going out in, like, three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Three weeks. Uh, That might be too late. (laughs) I think it's probably too late. Are you scheduling something right now? Let's just plug the... I mean, if it comes out before, then there's a live show here, a Flophouse show... It's on oh, February 3rd. You can plug well, that to all these right human here. beings here. Oh, yeah, I'll plug it to the people in the thing. There's a show here, a Flophouse show on February 3rd. That is yeah, Super Bowl Sunday, but who the fuck cares? Come do it. 
Do you ever say in advance what you're reviewing? Uh, we can say we're going to do the Happy Time Murders. Oh. Hopefully it's good. Uh, the movie, not the show. The show's going to be bad. Yeah, wait, what do you do if you watch a movie and it turns out to be good? Uh, I am so over the moon. I do backflips. <laughs> That's like when we, sometimes we try out something and we're like, oh, it's it, legit. it worked. Scientology's awesome. <laughs> uh, and I'd also like to plug, guys, I'm a small business owner. And I, and I own, thank you. Yeah, it's tough. I own, I own a bar in Kensington, Brooklyn called Hinterlands. You should go to it. It's good. And uh, we'll probably be there later tonight. That's right. If you want to come and us. complain yeah. about yeah. the show, show or just me in general, come on up and tell it to Dan. <laughs> Great. And everyone can find the Flop House on your favorite podcatcher. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank you, Stuart. Thank, Thank you. you, Elliot. Thank you. Before we go, we're not finished yet. I got a, I got a goodie grab bag here. You do. Uh, is this, is this the thing I haven't seen? This is the thing you haven't seen. Okay. So we've got an upcoming investigation, and we figured uh, you'd be the first to hear about it, and take part in it. Yeah, because Carrie has Barely. not <laughs> seen what's in here yet. I have. What's in the box? So for everyone, everyone listening, it's a large black trash bag. Okay, I'm it's gonna start Ross's with trash. All right, I went on, I went on eBay and I bought us four haunted dolls. My brother, my brother, and me also regularly like orders haunted dolls, which legit we did not know when we ordered haunted dolls. And yeah, one of my friends, Jessica from the Friendly Atheist, she mentioned, "Oh, that's a McElroy bit." Oh, really? Oh. No. So yeah, we are joining the haunted doll bandwagon, and um, this was the first to arrive. This is Lilith. A lovely doll. And uh, she reacts based on your astrological sign. She'll act different ways. So you carry our... Cancer. Okay. Oh, the disclaimers on eBay are so great. We'll talk more about this later, but you're going to help us out here. Okay, Cancer. Lilith is a Cancer. What a coincidence. Oh, hi, Lil. You might be aligned at the solar plexus chakra, too. Uh, you will either get along and receive positive energy, okay. or you two will clash, and oh. Lilith will cause negative energy. Yeah, those are the two things that happen between two people, yes. Lilith will... <laughs> <laughs> Lilith will sing if she likes you. Oh, okay. You will likely hear knocking sounds if she doesn't like you. Oh, okay. All right. So that's Lilith. Want to hold on to her? Lilith, okay. My friend. 
Okay, next comes... Kelsey. Now, we have not been describing these. Uh, Lilith has oh, a, yeah, a teal dress. Lace, yeah, a Victorian sort of teal dress. A little bonnet of sorts. Uh, uh, long brown hair, blue eyes. Okay, oh, so, she's got high heels. <laughs> okay, you ready for this? Here's what uh, Kelsey does. Oh, and, and flaps her eyes. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> So this one's a little baby doll for everybody listening. So the description says, sometimes she'll laugh on her own. Uh. And I have felt her brush past me. Wait, you felt her brush past you? No, the description says that. I say rational things. (laughs) Unless, of course, she brushes past me. Now, all of these have already spent a day with me at work. And uh, anyway, so you want to carry that as well? Yeah. So what does Kelsey look like? Uh, Kelsey is a human baby. Um, She appears to be a Caucasian young woman with uh, blue, very blue eyes and a shirt with a bus on it that says, enjoy. (laughs) The description also says she picked out her outfit. (laughs) Carrie rolls her eyes. All right. All right. So, so we're going to start with these two. Uh, this is a little. Bit, this is going to be a little bit of audience participation. You get to vote on which one will go home with Carrie. So the other one's going to go home with Ross. So yeah, think which one of these does Carrie need? Oh. Oh wait. wait, wait, wait. There is a question from the audience. I am a Leo. Oh, Leo. And Lilith will not get along with me. I will hear knocking sounds in my house. This is Lilith trying to scare me. She might do other things to try to scare me. Might do other things. Okay, so... uh, All right. So there will also be two... Can I say it? There will also be two more dolls that we're going to ask you which one's best for Ross. You think we just got two? So for the second, we're thinking Carrie like we should. Okay, so which... Clap for the one you like as I raise it above mine head. She's lifting. Okay. It felt, felt very Solid. much like um, the line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, wait. The circle of life. Circle yeah. of life. Okay. okay, and Lilith. Oh, no. Okay. It's super tough. close, but I feel like it was the baby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Come, uh, come back, Lilith. I got the you far like creepier me. one. Um, I am going to take my haunted dolls on the airplanes to our various gigs. So if I die in a plane crash, you know what? Because your appointment has arrived. <laughs> okay, next one. Wait, what's what? Oh. What? Why were you so frightened? Wait, why is that one? <laughs> A person in the front row says we disrespected the doll by letting her be this on the floor. This never happened, Lilith. I did not put you on the ground. Thank you for the solid tip. 
you know, they're, they're coming out of a trash bag, you realize. <laughs> Okay, this one is Kita, and she has the most elaborate page of them all. And I actually talked the seller down from $119 down to $70, something like that. A steal. Yeah, a real steal at any price. She has a very elaborate story attached to her, so I won't get into it now. But she is highly, highly active. She is this active. That Ross page is scrolling scrolls and phone. scrolls and scrolls. So that's the story of all the things she does? Yeah, all someone right. was yeah, putting a lot of work into this. All right, so, so you're, you're paying for some writing labor there. The, the byline is, Kita, all caps, exclamation mark, psychic controlling spirit, bend others to your will. Whoa. Now you like Whoa. Kita. And my aura called me controlling. And... All right, and here we have... You guys are so great to have just basic dolls. It's just a little girl with ringlets and a blue dress. But they were found by searching for haunted doll right, on they're, eBay. they're haunted. Yeah, yeah that's okay. true. Uh, this is... All right, this is Erica. Erica's doll vessel is 15 inches tall. She's made of porcelain and cloth. She has the biggest intensely blue eyes. You can feel those eyes on you. I think you just bought you, a doll. Observing you. <laughs> My husband and I have noticed her eyes shifting and deepening oh. to a darker blue. Oh. Be prepared for paranormal activity if you decide to adopt Erica. She is a very active little girl and can be pretty mischievous and naughty at times. Erica can turn a skeptic into a believer. Oh. All right. She communicates via Ouija board, pendulum, EVP, spirit dice, and dream walking. <laughs> the thing about that list is it made me say, I should buy some spirit dice. All right, that description goes on as well. We're going to give both of these to Carrie. Oh, well, this one's for you. This one's which one Right, will well, the serve question Ross is best. which one stays with you. So, oh, oh, I see. Okay, so we're voting this time for which one I should hold on to. Okay. And which one was that? What was her name? Okay, this is Erica. Okay, Erica right. got a good reception. And Kita. Oh, you're coming home with me, Tita. So this is the one that's going to turn me into a believer? Yeah. That right. is correct. All right, sweet, sweet. I'm sure it's all true. So uh, you will, you'll hear more about these. This is how I slept last night. I'll have you know, I, I placed them all above my head, and I totally forgot about it. Woke up in the morning like, what is that? What is that? Oh, haunted dolls. That's right. I'm a podcaster. Thank you for your service. So, are you going to bring yours on the plane? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool, um, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be, we've got a lot of flights going on, so yeah, they'll all, one of them will be next to me at all times. And you guys are permanently connected to whichever live show we uh, reveal what happened to the dolls yeah. at. Thanks uh, for helping us choose. <laughs> now I'm worried about disrespecting them. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Just for space or fear? Oh, just respectfully putting them somewhere. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I have my hands free because we've got some giveaways. All right. 
Ross brought some shit he doesn't need anymore. My wife loves it when I do this. Okay. So we have here, oh, who has the uh, ayahuasca spray now? Oh, yeah. Making its way. Oh, hey, oh, oh thank oh, you. Look at you. So well-mannered. That's very nice. Who's tripping the most? So, <laughs> nice. Uh, so speaking of Rhythmia, uh, this is their Dreamtime Delta Sound Healing Meditation by Cristo Palani. So, who would like some nice uh, ayahuasca-themed beats? I saw this hand. Uh, I yeah, saw that okay, hand first hand. busters. Yay! Is there anyone who's like a huge fan, has been listening for a long time, and it's their birthday today? How soon is your birthday? How soon? Did you say August? <laughs> oh, February. February. Okay. okay. I'll take it. Oh, wait, yes? Oh. Wait, what? I don't okay. want to hear everyone's okay. birthday. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to be throwing these towards the people who are all pointing at themselves. So just make sure it gets to them. I don't know if this is actually a gift or not. I'm going to give you all Tony Alamo Christian Ministry CDs. Straight from prison. general if you have to raise your hand just say your birthday as you raise it just so we know wait should i keep going with the birthdays or oh i was just kidding no whatever whatever you want okay yeah you know what i'm gonna service the rest of the birthdays you get a maximum fun family cookbook hey the last recipient just said, thank you, I love to cook. That's awesome. Perfect. This includes, uh, I think, two recipes from you? I think just one. One recipe from Carrie. Hey, a beet croquette. Yes. Named after a vintage TV character. I'll let you figure it out. Okay, well, um, that's it for our show. Yeah. Yeah. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. This episode is maybe edited by Victor Figueroa. We like him no matter what. And our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. Yeah, Ian Kramer, yeah. You're for Ian. Yeah. You can find us on uh, iTunes and leave us a positive review or a negative review, but don't. You can support us at MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Or by coming to one of our live shows. Thank yeah. you all. Yeah! Now, if you're listening to this at home and you're like, I have no idea what is going on, then go to facebook.com forward slash onrack and see the pics of these creepy dolls. And remember... And remember, it is appointed, appointed unto men once to die, die but after this, the, the judgment... judgment. Hebrews 9.27. All right, 
Stick around, buy some shirts. We'll be around, and uh, you're welcome to hugs, handshakes, whatever you like. And then we're going to Hinterlands. everyone. I wanted to let you know that if you missed this live Brooklyn show and you're out on the East Coast, don't worry, we're coming back. So we are coming to Boston to the new WBUR City Space and we'll be there on March 24th. This new space is actually opened up by your local NPR affiliate and they are opening on February 28th. So we will be there for the inaugural month of the City Space. Pretty cool. And if you want to join us, you can get pre sale tickets right now at ticketmaster.com slash event slash 01005638F as in Frank 24877B as in Bob 8. Did you get that? Huh. And there is a special pre-sale code. It is CS30. And the official sale happens on February 1st at noon, but it's already on pre-sale, you guys. So get it now. Get it now while you can. Okay? Okay. Hello, this is Amy Mann. And I'm Ted Leo. And we have a podcast called The Art of Process. We're talking about how the creative process is in itself an art form, in our opinion. There are underlying forms and structures that serve as a scaffolding for any creative endeavor. We've been lucky enough over the past year to talk to some of our friends and acquaintances from across the creative spectrum to find out how they actually work. We weirdly don't know as many musicians as you would expect. New episodes will be coming every other Monday. Starting January 28th. So please listen and subscribe at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.